Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi. I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. So, just to sum up, the world has still ended. You guys see how pretty it is outside, though? You give presentations of some kind. I have a question! And you, my good lady, ladle cheap foodstuffs out to people. I can't believe that you've brought me to your stupid made-up world to test some sort of, what, strength or something that I have? Thank heavens, we three have been chosen to be the saviors of the entire multiverse. Oh, your evilship! I bow before you! And suddenly the cannon fires an arrow straight at you. I unfurl my wings. No, no, that's not fair. That's... Okay, well, no flying next time. Well, this is the best classroom ever. On each desk are some books. There's no such thing as a magic word. Ego plebium. Your books both glow. <gasps> magic. Ego plebium. And you're standing on the Lost Forbidden Plains, and you see a full-fledged demon, and he cleaves you in half. And then you feel yourself pull all the way back together again. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Almost always, the best teachers come in unexpected form. Some people go to school to be a witch. This is stupid. I was sent to school, but my best teacher there was a spider living in my room. But there is no teacher like real experience. Try and fail and learn. Books? Books are good. But books can only teach so much. And this is coming from a librarian. But what is even better? A book that is an experience. Best of both worlds. Maybe not so good for teaching facts and figures. It is more for life skills. Like saving the world.
The End of Time and Other Bothers. An improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Carter Siddle, Marisa King, and Michael Howie. Episode 4, The Academy of the Fallen, Part 3. Darcy, you're on a narrow path against the side of a cliff. The wind is howling, tugging at you, and just inches from your right foot is a drop of at least a thousand feet. The path widens ahead, but the wind is howling harder, and you see a spire as you reach the top of what appears to be a mountain peak, and some fallen stones mark the beginning of an old temple now mostly open to the elements, except for the westernmost part of the structure. You can smell peppermint. So I make my way carefully along the, the path towards this temple? Roll defy danger. Oh, this is exciting. I'm rolling the dice. Did you just throw them on the floor? Yeah, I'm dropping the dice first. Now I'm rolling the dice. It's an eight. Danger so, defied. No, I don't. Danger partially no, defied. So you're moving forward on this narrow path, and ahead is safe ground, but it's not a pure success, and the wind catches you, and you start to lose your balance, and you're about to fall and plummet. Your choices are drop something so you can grab on or risk falling. What do I have to drop? <laughs> I don't know. What might you be holding? I don't even know where I am. The book? Your your my whatever existential book or Sure, okay, I can be holding the book and drop the book. Okay. Very so you, reluctantly. So you drop the my existential crisis book and barely grab onto the ledge and crawl forward to safer ground. Oh. And you see what used to be a temple it looks like in front of you. And that's when you notice on the stone right where your hand landed is a symbol that lights up as your hand touches it, and you instantly recognize it as the symbol of Loxin. So I pick my hand up. Are there any other symbols? You see that symbol on the rock. You see it might be a symbol on what's sort of left of what might have been the doorway into the, the ruins. My hand automatically goes to my neck where I have this stone on this threadbare cord, and I clutch it and it's feeling a bit warmer which it hasn't felt for a while uh, since I came to this place and uh, and I keep moving forward Okay. so tell me what Loxin stands for uh, she was introduced to me as a goddess of healing and restoration okay. does she have another side to her uh, not that I've really learned I'm just very new to this Okay, so as you come forward, the, the scent in the wind, the scent of peppermint comes and goes, and you sort of step into the ruins down a bit, and it's much quieter, sheltered from the wind, and you see there's a small fire uh, in that part of the ruins that still have a roof that are otherwise one side is open to the elements, and you see a small figure, as in really small, like a foot and a half tall, sort of pottering around, around a fire in there. And you see what looks like a living quarters of some kind. 
So the figure appears to be pouring tea, and the scent of peppermint is much stronger now. And the figure turns and says, Ah, about time! And sets one of the cups of tea on the ground right inside their domicile and steps back and starts pouring another small thimble of tea. Uh, I'm sorry, were, were you waiting for me? Mm. Hey, you can drink the tea or not. So the as you get closer, you notice that this individual, while they're a foot and a half tall, they look like a full-fledged troll. Like the color of their skin, the structure of their face, uh, older, sort of graying, and this figure is drinking their thimble of tea. So I crouch down, uh, getting very close to the, the little figure, uh, but not right in their face, but just so I'm more down to their level, and I, I ask, excuse me, who, who are you? Where, where is this? Not one for simple questions. One question at a time. Okay, that's fair. Who are you? Hmm. The name is Davin. Oh. Uh, hi, Davin. I, I, I'm Darcy. Yeah, I know. Okay. Davin sort of climbs up on the table that's in there and sort of sits down so that Davin is closer to eye level. So then I go inside this place and I take the tea that I think has been put out for A little thimble? Oh yeah, a little thimble of tea, and I take a sip. And I ask, you're, you're my teacher? My teacher for what? Uh, you're in my book, so I must be your teacher. Okay. Uh, there was a, a symbol out there, a symbol that I, I recognize from where I'm from. Do you know anything about that? What do you know about it? Says Yoda. <laughs> Show you book, I will. Uh, not a lot. It's just something that means something to me. Uh, it helps me with something, some difficulties I have. Uh, so Loxen is here to help you. Loxen, yes. Yeah, that's the name. That's, that's the goddess that brings me comfort. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. So Loxen helps you, brings you comfort. What do you bring Loxen? I I didn't know I had to bring Loxen anything. Hmm. Why Loxen? Well, uh, she's supposed to help with healing and and uh, and restoring people to their normal selves and that's important to me because Sometimes I really don't feel like myself. And she came to me at a time when I thought I was really lost and I needed her. And I'm really surprised that she's still here in, in your place. I thought she would only be known in Balgamar. That was great. I wish I'd played some music during that. Oh, boy. Well, what are you here then? Why, what are you supposed to teach me? Are you just supposed to make fun of me? Do you believe in Loxin? Yeah, I think so. Well, let's find out. So you're going to climb down this mountain, this path, and then you're going to climb back up again. Okay. Then we'll see. Devin stands up 
and points in the center of where the ruins are, and you see there's just like a black hole in the floor. I'm supposed to go down there? <laughs> All the way down, back up. <sighs> okay. Or maybe walks in, not worth it. Fine. So I walk over and uh, I look down into this pit, I guess it is. Uh, are, is there a staircase or a... You see little handholds in the rock just going down, straight down as far as you can see. So then I turn to this little troll and I say, do you speak to Loxen? Do you believe in Loxen? I do. Okay. And I carefully uh, lower myself into this pit using the handholds. Okay. Let's roll Defy oh, Danger. Roll Defy Danger again. So when you roll Defy Danger, you're going to pick whatever ability is most pertinent to this. So Which is dexterity. It would be dexterity or strength okay. because it's a long way. Okay. So And then you would add that bonus. Okay. So I'm rolling uh, to Defy Danger using my dexterity score. That's a six plus one. That's the seven. Well, lucky for that one. So you, as you start down, you realize that some of these handholds are weak and loose and stone is crumbling. And then as you go lower, one side opens up to the elements so that you're literally like in a U-shape climbing down the mountain and the wind starts to clutch at you and pull at you. And at one point, it literally blows you off of the handholds and you are literally hanging by one hand on a handhold. What do you want to try and do? What are you, what can you use? I don't even know what equipment you have. As you get, feel yourself being pulled off the mountain, you're barely clutching on with one hand. Uh, is there... I don't even know what she could do. Uh, there's nothing else around that she can grasp onto or put a foot in, like maybe anchor her foot in a... I think she could anchor her foot in something, but it, it might result in an injury. Like, it's... She would have to ram it into the handhold as she's being ripped away. Okay. And then she might end up... Right? It's it's, it's a desperate move. Okay. Uh, I think her best bet is going to be to try to jump down a little further to a more stable handhold. Okay. So, you're... So, she starts to be ripped away, and she... Darcy screams and lets go. Okay. And is falling, grab, attempting to grab onto another handhold, not as a professional climber. No, not a professional climber. Okay, so... But I did you, take gymnastics. <laughs> because you rolled a seven, you are going to slam your head against the rock, your body, you're flipping, you end up upside down, your foot catches on a handhold, and your head hits again. Oh, so you're gonna this take isn't good. Oh, some damage. Four hit points of damage. Okay. And you are now hanging upside down. The And it turns out as you're sort of desperately trying to find another handhold, you realize that it's the edge of your boot that is just caught on one of the handholds. Okay. And you are, well, you don't even know. You're way up the side of this mountain. There's a long way still to go down. Okay. So I'm upside down at this point. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I twist around 
to try and find my hands somewhere that my hands can grasp onto so I can at least have some leverage to release my foot and turn myself the right way around. You're able to. Okay. So now I'm again in climbing position. Darcy, the rain is starting up. The wind is howling around you. The darkness is closing in, reaching for you. I want to know what's going through your head. I'm uh, really scared. I've, I actually think I might die. I've, I've never been in a position like this in my whole life. And um, I'm terrified, but there's also this uh, rising determination in me that for the first time in this place, I've seen something that connects me to home and that's familiar to me. And I feel if I can just get out of this pit, that maybe there will be something here that makes sense. So we leave Darcy huddled against the side of this mountain. We cut to the fairy circle. And we are high above Farloria with that same eagle who is banking around and lets out a screech as she sees something in the forest far, far below and dives, racing down at high speed towards this glade as there is a pop sound and standing on top of the stone in the center of this glade is Egerton. Oh dear. (laughs) So Egerton, the last thing you knew before this was opening that book and feeling your whole body just being ripped apart and then everything in a flash of light, you're suddenly standing in a familiar glade, only now you're, it feels a little different, and it takes you a minute to realize it's because you're much higher now in that glade. Much higher, like, up the glade itself? You're on top of the face stone. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure we're talking the same kind of high. I would <laughs> take the story in a different direction. So you are standing on the face stone. Literally, power is roaring out of it and up your legs out of this face stone and it's just it's like you can feel the forest around you and everything in it through this face stone tingly I wonder why I can smell like a squirrel right now and why there's a bunny rabbit over there and what that flower is looking at is it looking at the bunny rabbit or is that oh oh no the bunny's coming over to the flower no bunny no no I like that flower Oh, jeez. And you hear what sounds like music coming from beneath you out of the face stone, like coming out of the crack in the face stone. I look down and can I see any kind of separation in the crack or is it just like a, is there is there space? Oh, yeah. Lots of space. How, how much space are we talking? Well, it looks like a few inches, but Which as are- you bend down and look at it, it's like it's widening. Ooh. All right. So I'm going to to go down on my hands and knees and get my eye right up against it. Okay. And you see the most unbelievably stupendous kitchen you have ever seen in your life. Angels sing and there's this cleanliness to everything and everything is ordered and there are big long tables and it's been created for someone of a particular height. My height? Yep. Your height. 
Egerton. And it's empty, but you hear music coming from it as if a radio had been left on. Can I get into the kitchen? I don't know. Can I try and sort of wiggle my way between the cracks? Okay. So we cut back to the eagle that's circling and circling, looking at a tasty rabbit when the eagle's gaze snaps over to the top of the face stone where it sees half of Egerton feet kicking in the air as he manages to squeeze down into a two-inch crack and pops out of existence. Oh, <laughs> Egerton, you are standing before a door that you can see through the glass of the door is that kitchen. And on the door, it says, the rolling scones bacon cake. Sounds yummy. Can I open the door? I hope so. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and open that door. All right, you, the door just swings open and you hear nice. the music and you see this gleaming kitchen with everything marked. You see tiny little drawers all down at your height with every, like you're just walking past the craziest ingredients from chocolate to fairy dust to things you haven't even heard of. They have fairy dust? I never even seen fairy dust before. I'd only heard about it. Wonder if I could use it in some cakes. Maybe I'll just take a little bit and put it in my pouch for later. Okay. I, I grab a little handful and shove it into my pouch. Yeah, you open the drawer, you see gleaming fairy dust, and it goes, it like it's like all party. It's like, yeah, how's it going? And you put some of it in your pouch. Fairy dust can talk. <laughs> this fairy dust can. All right, it's that kind of a party. <laughs> um, I wander around looking at the other drawers and start plucking out some ingredients that I could maybe use to make... Uh, the chrysanthians are really laid back, dude. Take them and put them on the counter, and they're like, Egerton, what are you going to make with us? I feel <laughs> conflicted about making anything with you now, chrysanthemums. No, dude, we're good with it. We want to make something yummy. Okay, maybe I'll make uh, some fairy cakes. Yeah, dude, that'd be amazing. Most tubular, I hear. <laughs> so I, I'll just go over here and look for some uh, Prescore sugar while you hang out over there, chrysanthemums. <laughs> yeah, this is good here. Okay, so you find like there are there there are literally a hundred and three types of sugar. A hundred and three types of sugar. Which one is in Pescore? You don't see in Pescor. That's very strange. You see flavored sugars. You see uh, different versions of fairy sugars based on clan. You see uh, sugars based on uh, like sweetness tables. You just see it's pretty impressive list of like sugars. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, just sort of randomly grab one because there's too many to make an actual decision. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and put it on the counter. And, and I'm going to uh, go and... Is the music still playing? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to kind of boogie along then because, uh, you know, you can't help but dance to some good music in the kitchen. Uh, and I am going to go over and find uh, other ingredients for fairy cakes, like awesome. flour and uh, purple swirlies. Oh, they have they have many purple swirlies. Excellent. Can't have too many of those. A couple of sprinkles, 
Uh, and I've got the fairy dust in my pouch. So there's like a party happening on the counter. Like some of them are dancing and there's rocking out and some of them are starting to like put themselves in the bowl. Uh, the bowl is talking to you like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Mix me, baby, mix me. <laughs> so I don't mean to be rude mixing bowl, but is it perhaps possible that I had some bad fairy cakes <laughs> prior to this little adventure. And that is why you and the chrysanthemum and the apple, the one apple, he looks kind of angry, but he's an apple. Why they're talking? Because I don't ever remember these things talking before, but- Natural sugar kind of, is the best. Why are you using the other? You should be using natural sugar uh, like oh, an apple, me. Okay, apple, just, you know, that's okay. I'll consider that for next time. But I'm uh, wondering why perhaps anyone can tell me why all of you are talking, because I don't remember foods talking before. And it's kind of neat. It's nice. It's like, hey, we're having a kitchen party. But at the same time, I need to chop you up and mix you. And I'm having mixed feelings about that. You say you're okay with it. Hey, we'll but, chop ourselves. Um, and you see like a bunch of the ingredients jump into the, the knife is like dancing through them and, and they're laughing. And then the little pieces are running and jumping into the bowl. There's more of us now! Yay! I'm gonna have nightmares about this. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> and we cut away and. <laughs> what in the <laughs> f? <laughs> everyone has a green card. You might have some questions. I'm just he was being mean to me, but he was really mean to you. I'm writing what? I don't the... know what I have in mind. I don't know where I am. I'm What's sorry. I'm battling a giant demon. <laughs> oh, you're in a kitchen. At least you know why and where you are. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, you do. You're battling a demon. So with that, we are blasted down into the earth, leaving the kitchen and the dancing and the singing down and down and down. We're passing layer after layer past the magma, past the center of the earth into other realms. And then we slow down as we come zooming in on the forgotten plains and everything is gray and red. There's smoke, there's magma bursting up into flame out of little holes. And we see Blatt flying up as a full-fledged 10-foot demon with an 8-foot battle axe comes storming forward going, Oh, this is gonna be fun. I rip off my shirt and I fly upwards to try to avoid the, the next hit. So that would be a defy danger roll. Oh, well, of course. And I assume that's gonna, that so that could be basically strength or dex? Uh, it's gonna be dex, so I'll get a plus one bonus from that. That would be a seven. With the bonus? With the bonus. Okay. I'm familiar with that roll. So, <laughs> so that's a mixed success. So you are going to, roar, you roar up into the air, going away, when you feel him latch onto your leg with one hand and start to pull you back down, but you're able to break free, but you leave half your leg behind. <laughs> oh! You take six hit points of damage as he damage. laughs <laughs>, laughs and throws it over his shoulder into a magma bit. And he's like, come on down, Flappy Flap. Let's do this. All right. I have 30 credits on me. I'm just gonna... Take my wallet, and I'm dropping it down. 
I don't know if you use that in this realm, but I'm hoping we can call it square. Is it possible my leg can grow back? I was cleaved in half before and reassembled. So 30 credits for a leg, is that fair? Okay, this giant demon who's like just gleaming red is just staring down at this thing on the ground, your wallet that you dropped, and he's looking a little perplexed. <laughs> and he looks up at you in the sky and he's like, Try your weapon! What do I have to do to get you to fight me? Money can be a weapon. <laughs> and he throws his battle axe as hard as he can. You see it flipping end over end and is heading right towards you. I will certainly fly to get out of the way of that. Okay, defy danger. Defy danger, what again? There's less of me to avoid it. <laughs> so maybe that'll be easier. Yeah, that's pretty nice. That's 11. What do you have? What happens? I flap out of the way and the axe uh, just sticks into a stalagmite that's uh, hanging down off of the wall. And then I attempt to pull the axe free so that I can have a weapon for myself. Okay, he's watching you pull this axe free and then you, you get it and he's just staring at you. He's like, Oh man, this is gonna be good. And he raises his hand and the axe appears in it. And you're suddenly holding nothing. And he's like, Call your weapon. Call my weapon? I, you didn't call your weapon? I... And he roars and he bends down and he leaps. Like you've never seen anything like it. He's, you're pretty high up and you see him just he just launches towards you like the Hulk, a red Hulk flying at you. Your move. So uh, Black closes his eyes and thinks really, really hard. Weapon, 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 and just yells at the top of his lungs, Bazooka! And you feel something happen. Opening your eyes and you see He's just about to impact you, and you feel this surge of energy, and what appears in your hand, Blatt? I'm hoping, instead of, say, a Dalmatian, <laughs> it's a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> Never give pimping power to an improver. <laughs> Do okay. we even know what bazookas are? Well, we do now. Blatt, you feel like it literally materializes out of the air, like in pieces. And you see the tube, you feel it, it pops right into your hand as if it's always been there. The trigger, you see the eyepiece pop up right in front of your face. And he is almost like, you, you don't even see anything to target because there's just red in your view because he is like six feet away, coming at a crazy speed right at you. I'm hoping that any bazooka that I come up with is easy to operate. Perhaps a one-button bazooka. But There's a trigger under your finger. I'll squeeze that trigger as hard as I can. Let's roll attack. All right, attack. So that's... That volley? In this case, I guess it would be volley. All right. Well, 
I'm just gonna roll a number here. So it's plus dex. Oh. Four plus one, that's a five. So you see a, a look of glee when the weapon starts to appear, and it's quite large, this coming right into your face, and then you see a moment of sort of confusion, and the bazooka, you feel it kick, and you fly back a little bit, which saves you a little, and it sends this projectile missile firing out with gas streaming off it. It hits him right dead on, but the explosion is massive, and you don't really see it. You just feel yourself reassembling, and you're standing on the Lost Plains, and you see a very large and laughing full-fledged demon coming towards you and raising his hand and having an axe appear in it. And he's like, now that's more like it. <laughs> I reach down, grab my wallet, throw it at him as hard as I can. I have a dry cleaner coupon in there. <laughs> and then I attempt to run off again Running start so I can fly to see if there's any exit at all in this place. So everywhere you look, there is bizarreness. Like there'll suddenly be a wall with a slide down on it. And then there'll just be nothing. And then there'll be uh, something like a tea set. And you see this beautiful tea set that's fully set with the full, like with the, what do they call that large thing they bring the tea cakes out on? a tray a tray a stacked series of trays and there's two teacups and and there's two chairs and you hear this beep 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 and you hear from behind you as you're launching off like oh um, time for tea let's take a break but and you see this hulking 10 foot demon go stomping <laughs> over to the tea place pull out a chair throw it away because he'll never fit in it and then just hunker down in front of the tea side and start pouring tea into two cups. I, I'm sorry, what? Oh, it's it's break time. You know, there's rules. Uh, come have a cup of tea. Uh, do you like sugar? Milk? Are you one of those lemon people? Uh, just the sugar is fine. Uh, one or two. Uh, two is good. So he's like trying to, with his big hands, he tries to get, and he just smashes the tea thing and just pulls out two and drops it into yours. And then he starts sipping his tea I with his pinky up. Sit down in the chair across from him. Don't don't forget to get your wallet after, but. Do I get to keep my wallet? Oh, yeah. So anything you bring in, you want to take back out. Unless you want to leave it with me. It gets pretty boring in here. Are you going to let me out? Yeah, I'm just here to teach you. Uh, didn't you know that? No! Why would I know that? Uh, uh, school's gone to hell. They used to explain this stuff. Uh, name's Reginald, by the way. Your name's Reginald? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, Reginald. Hey, but. Uh, so, uh, you waited a long time to call your weapon. What was up with that? I... I didn't know I could call a weapon. I... Where I come from, I just work in a place with papers that I organize, and then I go home. 
I donate the occasional bit of money to the local theater. <laughs> That's... I don't know anything about any of this. Oh, I miss the theater. Oh, yeah, I do miss the theater. The upcoming season sounded like it was going to be really good, but... Oh, what were they doing? Well, I don't know if you're aware of the shows. They probably haven't been written yet. There was this lovely one where this woman has to choose between three different suitors, but it turns out that the one that she chooses huh? is actually dying. Oh... Oh, that's so. That sounds wonderful. Oh, it's it's very sad, but it's also quite lovely because he has a son who she eventually adopts, and together they live happily with memories of the love that they once held. What is this place? <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> oh, uh, we're almost out of tea time, uh, so uh, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes to go get your wallet, uh, Blatt, and uh, we're gonna pick it up again. Uh, we have one more round, and then I'm gonna. Yeah, send you back to the school. Uh, Do I get to keep all of my body parts? Not if I have any say in it. Oh. All right, go get your wallet. We're going to get started again. And he stands up and starts doing some stretches. Remember to stretch, Blatt. Don't want to pull anything. <laughs> when I kill you. <laughs> Bend forward and try to make a popping sound happen in the small of my back. I hear something give. I wince. And then I take my teacup, throw it at his face, and try to fly towards the ceiling. And he roars. And the battle axe appears in his hand and he charges after you. It's the beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. That's right. It is time for the mid-roll here on the end of time and other bothers. Hello, it's Eli, your producer. And uh, yeah, the mid-roll is where we do our little special messages as well as a little improvised sketch by the cast that... Sometimes it's got something to do with the episode in question. Sometimes, eh. Enjoy. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Ja, ja, 
Yeah, five minutes. I'm just going to be in the green room. Oh, man. They never stop. Hey, Carter. Hey, how's it going? Good. Just here to get some... Co oh, man, there's no coffee. Well, there's an empty pot, if that helps you out at all. There's no food, no coffee. No, it's just a room that's green. That's all that we really promise you here. All right. Um, can, can you help me get into this? This is ridiculous. Look at the size of this snaggle costume. Well, again, I don't see why it's so necessary for you to wear a snaggle costume. And this is a podcast. No one can actually see anything. I have to be in character? You have to be in character. It's just a goofy voice that you're doing. There's no point to this. People aren't going to tell a friend or rate and review if I'm not really in it, Carter. I, I, th I don't think that's necessary. Like, we could just say, hi, we're the people that perform on this show, and use hashtag other bothers if you want to tell other people that uh, they should listen to the show. Like, it's not really necessary for you to be in the Snagel character. I don't have to squeeze into this costume every time? Well, I really don't want to help you anymore uh, squeeze into this costume, so... You were going to call me Snagel, weren't you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to call you Snagel because you're so deep into the character despite not being in the costume. So it totally works. You've done it. You're you're in the zone. You are the greatest actor I have ever worked with. Oh, my God. I love you. Oh, I work with you all the time. I to give you kisses. Okay, no, that's, that's, that's great. I, I, except, except, except Snagel does that to Blatt. I'm just Carter. Go to patreon.com slash alphashelix. Please let go of me. Please just, just let go. Okay. And we cut back to a forlorn mountain. We hear the cries of an eagle in the distance as the wind raises and the sun is setting. And we see a young and beleaguered Darcy Kimball climbing back up the mountain face. She's got a long, long way to go. And the camera comes in closer and closer. And Darcy, you are maybe a third of the way working your way back up the hill, the mountain. Huzzah, so I made it to the bottom. That's good news. All right, so I'm obviously exhausted, and I'm climbing back up, trying to find the safest way to the surface. And it took you hours. Your, your arms are trembling as you're going, and it's really much harder than you ever imagined. And so part of you, some voice that's just saying, why, why do this? Just forget it. Stop. And I'm inclined to listen to that voice, except there's a tiny part of you that says, if I listen to that voice, I'll never get out of this pit. So uh, I shut off the voice and I just keep moving upwards. The wind is whipping at you and it's, you're entering that stage again where you're fully exposed to the elements and you feel the wind tugging at you and we're going to do another... We're going to do another Defy Danger roll. Uh-oh. Ooh, it's an 11. With a tw really, it's a 12 if I have my dexterity. So we cut back to the top, and we see Davin, 
sort of puttering around, muttering, well, that's one less I have to deal with. We see an arm come up over the lip, and then we see another arm, and then we see a not-too-happy-looking, drenched-from-sweat Darcy come over the lip. Uh, 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 I'm back. I thought that there was something at the bottom, and that's why you sent me down there. I thought perhaps I was going to meet the all-holy, all-knowing, all-seeing mm. Loxen, mm. and all would be revealed to me. Yeah, no. But at the bottom, mm -hmm. there was just a pool of muddy, disgusting water mm. that was really cold. And then I just had to start climbing back up again. Mm. What kind of ridiculous test is this? Well, would you like some tea? No. No, I'm tired of all the tea in this place. I've had enough tea, thank you. And I get up and I drag myself over and I wring out my extra centaur pant leg over their head. And I say, I want some answers. What is going on here? What does Loxen mean to you? What does Loxen mean to you? Uh, what kind of question is that? You agreed to climb down a mountain face, Darcy. Because I thought I was going to meet her. I thought it was going to mean something. And then you climb back up. Yeah, or I would have died down there probably. Why didn't you give up? Because that just wasn't an option. It's not an option. Why? Because I need to know. I need to know what's going on and who Loxon is and, and what's going on with me. And I need to know what you know. That's a better answer, Darcy. Pull up, I'd say, a chair, but you'll break it. Yeah, probably. So then I just collapse on the ground. Okay, and so we cut to a little bit later and we don't really hear what's being said but the camera is moving around this little living space that Davin has and we see that Davin and Darcy are talking and even laughing once in a while and Davin is talking for long periods of time and at the end of it Davin reaches forward and says, So no one will ever answer all your questions, Darcy. It's about belief. And there's something in you that believes. Mm, there's not a lot to believe in Luxon anymore. So when you come back, I'll teach you some things. But you've done enough today. Okay. Thanks, I guess. Remember to do what I said with the prayer. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I think I will. I gotta get you back. And Davin snaps their fingers. And you slowly this time, but peacefully, fade out. And you come back and you're in the classroom. Okay, and we're back to... My acid dream? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> if you don't eat me, my life holds no meaning. 
cut suddenly to an insane party. There are cakes, dancing, Egerton is spinning and he's he's got he's covered in flour and sugar and he's wearing like I guess uh, what would you say like one of those things you wear to not get dirty? Apron. An apron. <laughs> and Please remember this. What are those things that you wear to not get dirty? An apron. Seven minutes of sleep. We've established that aprons are worn in the kitchen and <laughs> eagles come in male and female. Sean didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And it is a crazy party. Like on tops of all of the tops of the cabinets are other little ingredients. They're all out. Everything's out. Like every drawer is open. Everyone's dancing. There's apples, maybe not happy, but they're also moving around. And we're back with Egerton. And there are massive cakes everywhere. This is a lot of fun, everybody. Thanks for helping me out. But I was wondering if perhaps one of you wanted to elect maybe, you know, a leader among you who could guide me spiritually through this process, like I'm sure in other processes happens <laughs> that are less confusing. Yeah, we So all the little sugar cakes are all shouting, yeah, we be the leader with the leader. And one of the baked cakes is like, oh, it's a great idea, Egerton. All right, so that was fun. Maybe, you know, I should go, though, and have a nap and try and recover from, because, you know, this it's been a lot of baking. We've had a lot of dancing. It's been a lot of fun. But, you know, you need to take a break so you know when you're having fun. And the mixing bowl is like, maybe you should just lay down in here. Just put your head down while we sing and dance. That sounds lovely, but I'm not sure that I'll be able to get too much sleep with everyone singing and dancing. Um, so why is that carrot so noisy? It keeps coming in. <laughs> so uh, one of the little cakes jumps right in your mouth and it's like, it's like, and they're all running around and screaming and yelling. And that's when you suddenly wake up and you're in the kitchen and everything is back where it belongs and it's clean and empty. But you hear that music playing. I think there might be something wrong with this kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. You see this bowl like poke out of one of the cabinets. Nah, we're good here. Really good. Thank you, Mr. Mixing Bowl. It's nice to see you again. When did I fall asleep? Oh, that party, man. We cleaned up for you. It was good. Don't forget what you learned. I I will never forget what I learned here today. Let me be certain of that in my telling you things. Now, if I were to try and leave this place, where might I go? You're going back to the classroom, dude. Okay, that's nice, but I, I'd like to go there. I'm just wondering because I was outside and then I, I looked into the crack and then I was in here and then there was the dancing and the carrot and the apple and one of them jumped in my mouth and I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, it was good, I guess. So then Darcy, I you're in the classroom again, suddenly, a lot in your head, a lot to think about and you here picking that up again, you, you basically slowly hear a voice going on and on as Egerton fades into one of the chairs. 
supposed to go now, but the cupcake, I think it was sweet. But Egerton? I don't know if it's still going to be okay. E it's okay, Bull. E I'm Egerton. just trying to figure this out. Bull, why do Egerton, you sound I'm like not that? A bull. Why are Egerton. you a bull? Are you okay? What? What? What happened? What, why are you calling me a bull? Oh, I, there was this, I, you know, it's okay. I'm going to, I'm, I, I, I'm going to just sit. You look like you might have had too many mushrooms or something. I don't know if the mushrooms can hear us. So let's try and keep it down, okay? Okay. And that's when Blatt explodes into the room, rebounds off the ceiling, hits the chalkboard, sends everything flying. His wings are out, and he looks up, and he looks a little harried. I'm fine, that's a big demon and I fought him and he said call your weapon and I didn't have a weapon and I threw money and he said you can make a weapon and I made a bazooka and I kept blowing him up over and over and over again and he wouldn't stop and he told me we could have tea and after tea I blew him up again and again. Oh god, I can't stop screaming! Blat! Did the teacup talk to you? No, what a teacup. He's been talking to things like bowls and teacups, and he thinks the mushrooms are talking to him. Oh, I'm sorry, are mushrooms talking to you? I was literally in hell. He cleaved me in half, seen his leg blown off, blown completely off, blood flying everywhere. But I'm sorry, the kitchenware had a conversation with you. There's a knocking at your open door. Uh, sorry if I'm interrupting anything, everyone. Moira would like to see you all in the briefing room. I feel like whenever we see Moira, bad things happen. Maybe this isn't a good time? No, perfect time. I've learned I can create a bazooka out of thin air, so please, let's have more exposition as to how we're all going to die soon. Is there any carrots in that room? I'm not sure. How about apples? The apples were pretty mean. I don't think there's any apples in the briefing room. Are there any bowls? Nope. No bowls. Did you look in the drawers? Because they can open the drawers themselves. I gotta go. I gotta think about my job. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with Michael Howey as Egerton, Marisa King as Darcy, and Carter Siddle as Blatt. You also heard Maggie Makar as Ananka. Dialogue editing and transcription by Michael Howey. Additional material and sound design by Eli McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Join us on Patreon for early access to episodes, behind-the-scenes information, and lots more. Find out how at otherfathers.com. Bah. 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 Ba-ra-ra-ra. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'm so glad we recorded that. That was deeply upsetting. (laughs) I've never seen you laugh so hard. Our engineer is crying. And that was episode four. (laughs) (laughs) Not when I'm drinking. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Belcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building. In Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limbs, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.